Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hi, and welcome back to another exciting episode between Steve and I of Naturopathy Today. We've had some great conversations last week, and this week we're going to continue with our talk on dementia and how it can evolve into Alzheimer's. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Michael. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm grateful and I'm happy and I'm here with you. So all's right with my world right now. Mine too. Thank you. So we left off and we promised the people that we would talk about more of the signs of dementia. And of course, we all know that, you know, memory loss is obviously a major sign, depending upon how bad that memory loss is. And I can remember my mom having dementia, and she would ask me the same question two or three times, and I would answer them. And then within two minutes, it was the same question again. So that is one issue. Another thing about memory loss is, or with dementia, is the difficulty in planning or solving problems. That's why I think doing the game shows and crossword puzzles help with that, making a daily plan of action. I mean, I know I myself, I make a to-do list every day I add to it. Every day that I get something complete, I scratch it off. It's kind of that uh, 4P program we talked about. Do you do something similar, Steve? Well, I do. I, I, I may have mentioned this. I'm not sure. Um, I don't always write write my list down, but I do follow a principle that I've defined as WIN, W-I-N, and it stands for what's important now. If oh. you're anything like me, you've got a thousand things you could be doing. <laughs> you have to focus on what's important. So my list is more that mental list of what's important now. And I always keep those in front of me because it keeps me focused on the most important things. And then they drop off my list and something else is going to be most important. So it's similar to what you're doing with the paper list. I've not been quite that disciplined. And, and I do believe it's a good habit to have. And so it's a way of keeping track of things and I think noting your accomplishments as you go along. So I'm happy my mind is still working well enough to allow <laughs> me to do that. Well, you're not as old as me yet, so just wait. <laughs> I, I, I know what's coming. But, you know, I wanted to make a point about your distinction of dementia because we all have this aging short-term memory loss. I don't know yeah. anybody that hasn't forgotten where they put their keys. But you made that distinction. If you ask the same question again and don't remember that you just asked it, you know, that's a more serious sign than forgetting where I put my keys. And so it's very good to, to make distinctions here between that which might be simply quote unquote age related and those which might be more serious. And I think you might have mentioned, I'm not sure, but I often tell people others will notice this in you before you do. So pay attention to those around you as being advisors as to what they see in you if you're not noticing it. Well, you know, it, it's interesting you would reiterate that because what happens on some levels is one, the whole 
thing of denial. No, no, that's not me. No, I remember I got a mind like a steel trap. And someone said that to me once. I said, yeah, nothing gets out of it. And, <laughs> you know, I, you know, it was it was meant to be funny, but I realized in retrospect, one, that it was true. And two, that it was it bordered on not an attack, but kind of a slap upside the head to be more flexible, wake up, pay more attention to what's going on. Because what happens with people that, that you observe something in them, there is always that, well, no, it's you. You're, you know, it, that's just the way you see things. I'm okay, you're not. Right. Because it raises defenses. And when that occurs, then all people are doing is waiting for you to shut up so they can tell you how you're wrong and how it's really your problem and not theirs. Yes. And, and unfortunately, you know, we get to that point where we don't see the, the log in our own eye or yep. the problems that we ourselves have and project those onto those around us. It's, I think, not uncommon. Yep. No, it's not. So another sign of dementia is the difficulty in doing familiar tasks something you used to do every day, you know, something that you are just accustomed to doing, like maybe taking the dog out at six o'clock in the morning when you get up, or as soon as you get up, turning on the coffee, and maybe you, you get up and, you know, you look at the dog and, oh yeah, hi, you know, or maybe you walk into the kitchen and you'll see the coffee pot there, but it doesn't register that you're supposed to turn it on. And so, you know, next thing you know, you or your wife gets out of bed or, you know, and honey, where's the coffee? You know, well, I'll, I'll, coffee. So there are issues along that being confused. And I think we need to recognize both within ourselves and with others that these are very distinct differences that we're talking about. Those simple things that sometimes as we get older, we forget momentarily, they haven't really changed our understanding of the world around us. And I think maybe this is where sometimes dementia, uh, people who have this dementia, can't connect with the reality around them. They can't remember what that coffee pot was for or what to do with it. Those Absolutely. are much different than, oh, I forgot to turn on the coffee today. That's why I don't have any. So I think there's some big differences there. And people should be able to be confident that they can do something about these shorter term memories. I think, you know, we're going to be leading to what some people can do to assist some of these issues. And I think even if you have dementia, being well nourished is still critical. Absolutely. You know, another sign is being confused about time or place. You know, where am I? And what time is it? And again, that could be something that's repetitive and questioning because somebody could tell you, well, it's 10 o'clock and, you know, four or five minutes later, oh, anybody have the time? You know, something yes. like that. And being lost, that's where, you know, you see the signs. I, I guess you have them there where you are here in Texas. We've got electronic signs and it'll say an amber alert such and such a car at such and such a license plate would be on the lookout you know the yes. guy went to the store and and you know he's been gone five hours he can't remember how to get home you get on one of those i don't know if you have loops around your city but around san antonio we have a loop 1604 and it goes around the entire city you get on there you can <laughs> if you forget you could end up you know five hours later where you started <laughs> 
not a funny thing. Anyway, another one is challenges in understanding visual information. It's another thing. Difficulty in communicating or finding words. You know, words. And sometimes I have that. And sometimes I make up words where I, because my mind runs so fast, sometimes I'll combine two words into one. And then when I do that, my joke is, well, on my planet, that's how we talk and people understand. I think you may have heard me say that in one of our episodes. You know, another thing is misplacing things, takes us back to the keys. I remember the commercial on TV, the woman comes in, the guy's sitting in his chair reading the paper, and he, she comes in and says, honey, I can't find my keys. He said, did you look in the refrigerator? And lo and behold, there they were. So yes, we, we I've heard that story too. Yeah. And now there's a new commercial where the guy's got the glasses on his head and he says, I can't find my glasses. And she <laughs> says, Oh, you'll find them, hon. <laughs> <laughs> Poor judgment or decision making. You know, and this is something that I think plagues us even when we are teenagers on up, actually kids on up. And part of that depending upon your particular concepts of who you think you're supposed to be, depending upon your particular patterns of behavior. Earlier, I talked about denial. Another one I'll say is deprivation. A concept may be of unworthy, undeserving. And when those concepts and patterns of behavior are operating, then you, an individual, might make a, a decision that leads to denial, leads to deprivation, leads to or, or validates <laughs> being unworthy. So in as much as these are major issues, and they can be major because the older we get, then you, know, you get a phone call, and this is something that concerns me, the older I get and the older Phyllis gets, is that we could get a phone call from somebody posing as this is the IRS, and, and you know, they have these scams going on and you hear about older folks being taken advantage of because, you know, it sounds authoritative. They have all the proper words and yes, yes. Oh, here's my bank account number. And yes, th there's money in there to cover that debt. I forgot I had it. They never had yes. it. So that's really scary. Well, it's, that's the thing that we're hoping to avoid by all the things that we're doing. And I think it really comes back to the point that people do actually have some opportunity to improve their thinking, their supplementation to support brain and cognitive health. There are some very powerful nutrients that have been shown to have those benefits. And so the idea that we have opportunity to avoid some of these things or reduce their impact by the power of our thinking and the power of our choices. And it is sad when we, somebody gets to a point where they can't appropriate those same tools, then they start to experience some of these very serious issues. Absolutely. And, you know, you brought up nutrients and because there are a couple of more signs here, but one of the things I would suggest to y'all is go online and look up dementia, look up senility, see all the little intricacies that I didn't share because there are other signs and symptoms about it. But Steve just brought up some fabulous points. So I thought, you know, we've talked about diet. 
really getting into a healthy diet, maintaining a healthy weight, because what that implies by having a healthy weight is that you've got good, clean arteries to some degree, bringing enough blood to the blood-brain barrier loaded with oxygen. That's why exercising is important, even if you're just walking around the block. And I think I've given you the technique, walk around the block, time yourself. If it takes you 15 minutes, then next, you know, tomorrow, do it in 13, then 11, then nine. And so now you got a nice clip going, you're doing it in eight at a block. Now you got two blocks. Now it's taken you 20 minutes to walk around the two. Tomorrow, 18. So by exercising, you get your circulation going, you burn cholesterol, you burn fat, you bring oxygen to your brain, which feeds your brain and mind. Those are some of the things. Obviously, if you can give up smoking, do it. And if you know, you're going to do alcohol, minimize it. So here are some of the nutrients. My favorite, Steve, are ginkgo biloba and go to cola because they're fabulous oxygen carriers. What are some of yes. yours? Well, I have to say things like um, the phosphatidylserine is a, a powerful nutrient, even been recognized by the FDA. They allow you to make what they call a qualified health claim. Go figure. But that's one that uh, I've recommended a lot. Certainly the ginkgo biloba. Um, I'm still a big fan of omega-3 uh, fatty acids for brain health as well. Yep. I try to get everybody to use those. You had mentioned things like the nutrients choline and inositol. Um, those kinds of brain nutrients are, have been some of my favorites. And generally, I typically like a formula that contains a lot of these nutrients that people can take one supplement and get a lot of these in a formula. Funny you would mention that. <laughs> I, actually, well, I was going to ask you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I call it memory factors. Oh, I couldn't remember what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a bottle. <laughs> I hope I can remember to take it. <laughs> I hope I remember to send it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can joke about it. Um, we know it's serious, but still, hey, life can be fun. Yes, it can, no matter what's going on. You know, one of the things, another thing that I have in the formula is gl glutamine, which is brain food. But there's other aspects to glutamine. Do you know that 500 milligrams of glutamine taken three times a day will help reduce the cravings for sugar and alcohol? I did not know that. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of the few amino acids, because I never really promote singular nutrients on any level, not singular herbs, not singular nutrients, or singular amino acids. I'm, I, everything I do is in combination because I'm of the mindset, when you look at life, you look at nature, which is our teacher, our foundation, which we are a part of, nothing in nature stands alone. Everything is interconnected. So every now and then I will throw a, you know, an amino acid into the mix because it's appropriate, like glutamine for the memory. I do taurine in the blood pressure factors. So these are kinds of things that I look at. Anyway, and well, one we of the things, the, one of the important points you're making in that statement there is 
Each of these herbs or nutrients acts differently in the body. So a combination gives you a multitude of synergistic effects. Coca-Cola doesn't do what uh, ginkgo does necessarily or what fatty acids do or what glutamine does. Each one has its benefit. Therefore, taking a combination is usually, in my estimation, going to provide better results than a single nutrient ever could. You know, you just reminded me of something about the difference between ginkgo biloba and go to cola. Ginkgo biloba actually is a blood thinner in addition to being an oxygen carrier. This is one of the reasons if, you know, the, if a doctor is aware and you're going in for surgery, they will tell you no ginkgo biloba and no vitamin E, you know, because it thins the blood. From another point of view, you could get off of wafering and all the other unhealthy blood thinners that you need to then work on your liver because they are toxins, and you could substitute them with ginkgo and vitamin E. And then there was something else, and that is the bleeding. Because sometimes with these things, if you bump into something, now you've got you know the big purple spots, the big blood zones that you see on people's bodies. And that's because their capillaries are fragile. And the way to deal with that is a super C complex vitamin C, bioflavonoids, root and hesperidin, all of that will strengthen up the capillaries. You'll stop bleeding every time you bump into something and you won't have to worry. Even if you're on those blood thinners, this will still help forestall any of that leakage that could occur. I concur completely. Those are the nutrients for people who have these capillary issues. So finalizing kind of, <laughs> you know, healthy diet, do the supplements, really take a look at the memory factors. I guess that's a, a commercial plug. I, you know, I'm reticent to do that, but I think it's essential. You need to feed your mind. You need to feed your body good, healthy products, good, healthy, organic diet, whole grains, minimize dairy, minimize fried foods, minimize fatty foods, because all of those end up creating cholesterol and play your games, you know, learn, pick, get a new hobby, you know, reading, solving crossword puzzles, tune into Jeopardy. Meanwhile, the woman who was on there, she won yes. over a million dollars. So having a good memory can really make you a lot of money. So anyway, that's it, for me. it hasn't worked for me yet. So <laughs> but well, I'm still here. Time. That's all that matters. <laughs> having a good time. Life um, is short. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I, I think it's an important thing. Your mind is what takes you forward in life. You know, you, your body is comes along and follows your mind. And so, you know, nurture it, exercise it, use it, use it for good and use it to make positive choices. It's your mind to use. If you fail to do it, that's on you. It is your opportunity, your responsibility, and the smartest thing you can do is take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Absolutely. And so next week, another one, a big one for people is sleep issues. Yes. And it's really interesting because I can remember my mom always complaining about that, you know, only getting three, four hours. And at lectures, I hear the same thing from a lot of folks that they deal with insomnia. So next week, we'll jump into insomnia and we'll share ways to get to sleep and the nutrients necessary to get you there and keep you there. But you will wake up and you will do so without feeling hungover like you would with a med. So anyway, that's it, Steve. Have a fabulous week. Look forward to seeing you next week.
You too, Michael. Thank you. It's always an interesting discussion. And insomnia, that covers people of all ages. So an important discussion. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. My pleasure. You all take care. Be well and God bless. Bye, folks. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.